This is The Art Life. Hello, I'm Grace Gordon, actress and activist, and your host of The Art Life. Today I wanted to do a special episode, a little off our normal format, that is all about artist memoirs. So I decided to call this episode, Who Tells Your Story? Because I've been reflecting on the difference between artist memoirs and biographies. Last year, I read some incredible biographies of artists, uh, such as Marilyn, the untold story about Marilyn Monroe, and Last Night at the Viper Room, a wonderful biography of River Phoenix. The thing is, while I really enjoyed these, I got to thinking about how much I would prefer to have read the memoirs of these unfortunately gone too soon movie stars. I think there is so much value in reading people's stories in their own words and also hearing stories of resilience. I know as an artist myself, in the times where I am broke or have been rejected in my auditions or writing queries, I want so badly to feel like I am not alone. I want to know that there are even great artists who I've admired my whole life who have gone through the same struggles. So because of that, I thought I would collect through my own uh, reading list and through friends some of my favorite artist memoirs and some that come highly recommended from people whose taste I trust. And I want to shout out especially uh, our listener, Mike Arison, who uh, really gave me the idea for this episode when he recommended, strongly, enthusiastically recommended, that I read Will, Will Smith's new memoir. A wonderful read for anyone who grew up in Philadelphia, like myself, or lives there now, but is also just such an inspiring memoir about setting an ambitious goal, an ambitious dream, and doing whatever it takes to get there. I really enjoyed the memoir. I read it. Uh, I finished it yesterday. So thank you, Mike, for re recommending it. And um, and thank you for giving me the idea for this episode. So I thought I would start by just listing off some of my favorites, some of the memoirs that have inspired me most throughout my art life. And so one of the ones that I recommend the most frequently is The Art of Asking by Amanda Palmer. I'm sure that I've talked about it on the show before because whenever people come to me looking for advice about running a Patreon or crowdfunding, that is the first thing I direct them to do. I tell them to listen to The Art of Asking. Amanda Palmer is an incredible artist and musician who... Um, at the time, I don't think this is true anymore, but a number of years ago had like the most successful Kickstarter of all time, where she raised over a million dollars to make the album Who Killed Amanda Palmer, uh, when she was very publicly um, breaking up with record labels. And so the book is a really good mix of memoir about her career in music and uh, and great advice about building community and crowdfunding and Patreon and making work directly for fans rather than through uh, record labels. So that's one that I really recommend that is close to my heart, both in, you know, her music, but also in the 
the way that she has handled the business of art making the past few years. My other number one most recommended book is Becoming Superman, My Journey from Poverty to Hollywood by J. Michael Straczynski. For those who don't know his work, uh, you do. <laughs> Joe wrote the comics Rising Stars and Midnight Nation, among many others. He was also the showrunner for Sense8 and Babylon 5. And um, his book is very impactful for me because it's such a story of resilience, but it's also a story of someone who has had consistently throughout all of his years working in Hollywood so much integrity. I often feel nervous here that there that some sacrifices need to be made because the business of Hollywood can be so toxic. And reading and rereading Joe's memoir, Becoming Superman, has been such a healthy and supportive way for me to remind myself that you can hold on to your standards for integrity and uh, that the universe will pay you back in time for uh, treating people well and for saying no to anything that does not meet your standards, whether the standards are in storytelling or the standards are in uh, how the business is run behind the scenes. Another favorite for actors or any fans of Breaking Bad or Malcolm in the Middle is Brian Cranston's book, A Life in Parts. I really enjoyed listening to this one, um, similar to, to Will, Will Smith's autobiography. It's just great to listen to actors who are such phenomenal performers read the read their memoirs through audiobook but brian cranston's memoir was uh wonderful because he's a he's a great storyteller and his career has been quite weird um especially for people who maybe are starting later in their artist careers i really enjoyed listening to the memoir of someone who really blew up in in fame or huge success much later on in life I also am a huge fan of graphic memoirs, so much so that I think if I ever were to write one, I would probably do a graphic memoir myself. So I love Fun Home. It's a very well-known favorite. Fun Home is a, a shamelessly literary graphic memoir all about writer Alison Bechtel's family. I also love the graphic memoir Marbles, which is by Ellen Forney. Marbles, Mania, Depression, Michelangelo, and Me is a graphic memoir about uh, manic depression. And the art in the book is just so fun and, um, and relatable while also being so deeply honest about bipolar disorder and the way that it affects her work output as an artist. So that was a favorite from a few years ago that I still think of a lot and recommend to people who are interested in memoirs about mental illness and also art making. Recently, one of my favorite writers, Eve Babbitts, died. And Eve Babbitts is known for writing uh, fiction that is almost entirely based on her own life. She's sort of the quintessential L.A. it girl of the 70s, writing about her life partying and, and being a, a photographer for rock bands and just the sort of art life that is so interesting here in L.A. But I recently read uh, Eve Babbitts' book, Slow Days, Fast Company, which is a memoir explicitly, and it's all about her life in LA. It's sort of divided into little essays about different moments in her life here. And uh, if you want to read some books by recently deceased authors, of which there are many uh, recently, that's a good place to start. It's a short read, a quick read, and wildly entertaining. And the last book I want to mention as one of my favorites is Tranny, 
Confessions of Punk Rock's Most Infamous Anarchist Sellout by Laura Jane Grace. Uh, Laura Jane Grace is like the front woman of one of my all-time favorite bands, Against Me, who uh, had a very public coming out a number of years ago um, that was highly publicized because, you know, she was the lead of this huge punk band and and came out and had a public transition. And um, it was, it's just a fantastic book. It's a great education tool for, for people who are maybe new to learning about transgender issues and identity issues, but it's also just like a wonderful rock and roll memoir. So that's one of my top favorites. Um, I, I really love the excerpts from her journals throughout different tours. There's um, moments where you can see the moments in her life where certain lyrics came out just in her diary. And I, I love reading through it because I recognize them from some of my favorite songs. So you're seeing, you know, in real time, essentially, where those lyrics came from at different moments in her life. Absolutely amazing. Now, I will be reading to all of you. I will be listing um, many, many titles that came highly recommended from readers like you, whether they are Art Life listeners responding on Twitter or my own friends and uh, communities online. These were the highly recommended artist memoirs that I wanted to share with all of you. And oh my goodness, in case it needs saying, I want to just point out that I definitely uh, am going to list all of these titles in the show notes. So if anything strikes your interest or you just want to explore the titles in full, they will all be listed and linked in the show notes of this episode. So please go forth and check out all of these recommendations. I just think reading artist memoirs is such a great way to start the year. It's such a great way to keep yourself reminded that so many of the things we come up against as artists are shared, um, whether privately or publicly, by even those we admire most. The number one most recommended uh, memoir that I that I got on Facebook and every time I asked was Just Kids, Patti Smith's memoir. So I'm putting that first because, oh my god, this was so many people's response. So I guess I gotta read it at last. And um, maybe you guys should too. Another one I was excited about was The Bassoon King by Rain Wilson. He played Dwight in The Office, and I think he's done a lot of wonderful writing that I've seen just on social media or through his um, website where he writes about things like mental health and more like spiritual aspects of his life. So I have not yet read The Bassoon King, but I think that one would be a great read for people who want a funny memoir that also has a lot of depth. Uh, Lori Kim recommended and always recommends for the many years I've known her the art of eating, particularly the segment called The Gastronomical Me by MFK Fisher. Lori also recommended My Broken Language by Kiara Hudis, which I'm pretty sure was just the choice for One Book, One Philadelphia, which is the Philadelphia Free Library's um, citywide book club, I guess. They choose one book a year to discuss, and that was the one they just chose this week. So I've been meaning to read My Broken Language. It was talked about a ton last year. Uh, on a similar note, Crying in H Mart is another one that Lori recommended that um, I just got a copy of. So Crying in H Mart has been talked about a lot in the past year as just an incredible memoir. That's by Michelle Zahner. One of our past guests, Athena Reddy, recommended Believe Me by Eddie Izzard and any of Eddie Izzard's memoirs. 
Athena also recommended Brian Blessed's memoir, Absolute Pandemonium, and Kate Mulgrew's memoir, Born with Teeth. I heard that one recommended quite a few times, so the Kate Mulgrew memoir is one that I got many, many notes about. One that I was excited to hear about that I had not heard about before somehow was Lady Sings the Blues by Billie Holiday. Apparently, Billie Holiday has a memoir that somehow I have not read that is absolutely phenomenal. For those of us who are needing some more comedy, I know that I loved Yes, Please by Amy Poehler. I also loved Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. The book Bossy Pants by Tina Fey also came recommended. Those three women are writers and uh, two of them are also actresses who mostly work in TV and their memoirs are funny and optimistic and exciting and I, I definitely think those are good if you need something refreshing and fun to listen to or read on paper but I do recommend if you are reading a comedian's memoir try to listen to the audiobook if you can they're always like so much fun to listen to like the tone of voice the delivery of the joke or just their impressions of other people you might recognize and some people like uh, Amy Poehler also get their their actor friends to read segments about themselves or just share stories on their own so it's really fun to get like to listen to a comedian's memoir for that reason one that i just added to my list that i've been meaning to read and someone recommended was walking with ghosts by gabriel byrne um, Gabriel Byrne was the star of In Treatment, one of my all-time favorite shows, and his memoir just came out last year. I think it's it's about his family as much as it is about art life, which is something that I really appreciate. Um, I also really love that about Will, Will Smith's book, where as much as it was about his career climb and all of his movies, it was also a very vulnerable memoir about the way that he has handled his family and uh, things he would have done differently, things he regrets, and things he continues to grow and move towards. Several people recommended Trevor Noah's memoir, Born a Crime, which I have not checked out yet, but I've heard great things about. Also, I was excited that someone recommended Society's Child by Janice Ian. On the subject of uh, artists that we love, who unfortunately passed away recently, someone recommended Here We Go Again, by Betty White. Seems like a good time to read that one. And Bernard Addison, another past guest of the show, recommended The Measure of a Man by Sidney Poitier, who unfortunately also passed away in the last few weeks. So that one's going to the top of my list. We also got several recommendations for Joan Didion's work, who also unfortunately passed away recently. Uh, Joan Didion wrote the Year of Magical Thinking, Slouching Toward Bethlehem, and the specific book that was recommended was Blue Nights. If you want to read some artist memoirs that are fun and feminine and full of delicious stories from female artists, we got recommendations for Succulent Wild Woman by Sark, which is one I've read and loved, as well as Dolly, My Life and Other Unfinished Business by Dolly Parton. Uh, gonna have to add that to my list because Dolly Parton is my god. Um, <laughs> I also, uh, was excited to see people recommend Where Am I Now by Mara Wilson. I also saw recommendations for Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl by Carrie Brownstein and Zami by Audre Lorde, which both, like Patti Smith's memoir, I have seen recommended on every list or 
talked about over and over every time this subject of artist memoirs comes up. So Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl and Zombie seem like top priorities. Now, I always want to read artists' memoirs that take place in Philly or reference Philly a lot, so I was really happy to see someone recommend Mo Betta Blue's Questlove's memoir. And um, there were a lot of wonderful music and uh, rock star memoirs recommended. I think Life by Keith Richards is one that was really popular when it came out and has been still showing up on lists years later. I also was excited to see The Last Holiday by Jill Scott Heron on this list of artist memoirs. A Heartbreaking Work of Staggering Genius is another one that a friend recommended. That's by Dave Eggers, and it's another very literary memoir that I've seen many people just absolutely gush over over the years, especially writers. Now, I know that the next book I will be reading in this genre will be Stephen King's memoir on writing, which somehow I have not read yet. So uh, for those who don't know, Stephen King's one of my favorite artists. I love horror, and I'm always inspired by his unbelievable output of writing over the years. So I somehow haven't read on writing, and that will be next for me. So I know this is a little bit off of the normal format of the art life, which is more about the process of daily life as an artist, but since I am just on this kick of devouring artist memoirs, I thought why not share with all of you? Why not share my favorites, the favorites of people whose taste I love, and um, and hear yours as well if you're listening to this and want me to follow up by either uh, recommending on air or just reading myself some of your favorite artist memoirs, please send them to me. Please send them to me through uh, Twitter or the Art Life Instagram or our email address. I'd love to hear your favorites too. I hope you check out the list of all of these incredible memoirs and take some time to consider what is the difference between an artist memoir and biography of an artist? Why is it important to listen to people tell their own stories? What stories can be lost when a biographer compiles an artist's life? But also, what stories can be lost when an artist tells their own and maybe keeps a lot private that should be part of the way we remember them? I am very grateful for all of the artists who have been willing to really go there, who have been willing to share the nitty-gritty, unglamorous, embarrassing stories from their art lives. I just, uh, I need that when I'm in a tough spot in my own, and it's just so much more inspiring to read the stories of those who have struggled to overcome huge obstacles than it is to just see someone's little, um, positive vibes only Instagram posts or what have you. I like to know all that people have faced so that I can remind myself and remind other artists that they are not alone. I believe that the art life is telling your own story, ugly parts and all. But ultimately, the art life is about expression, sharing your life in the way that is most authentic and honest to you. And with that, I'm going to go get to reading. My stack of books by my bed is about to fall over. It is so high. Thank you to everyone who sent me their favorites. I just added a ton of books to my own reading list, and maybe others did too. I'll be back soon, hosting interviews again, and until then, we can all 
go through and read some inspiring memoirs. From my side of the world, I wish you all happy reading. Bye! This is The Art Life. You can find the show online at theartlife.show and send letters to The Art Life, Care of Grace Gordon, P.O. Box number 4292, Valley Village, California, 91617. Send email to at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at theartlifeshow. Our theme music is The Stream by Rory. Thank you for joining me.